Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget, when you're shopping on Amazon, to go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the Amazon banner at the top of the page. It's free for you, and it helps us out tremendously. Thanks a lot. Here's the show. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I'm just saying you're not quite on the kooky train yet, but I think you've I'm definitely not the kooky train. you definitely purchased a ticket. You've researched what it's like to ride on that, and you're you're one I would say leg warmer away from, from being that person. I am not wearing leg warmers. They're just one <laughs> pair of gloves. No, it's not just the gloves, <laughs> and you need to be fair with that. It's the combo. It's the combo. Oh, it was a very subtle combo. Like unless you were looking for it, you wouldn't have been able to see it. Oh. I just feel like you're setting me up to fail here if you're like sitting there trying to pitch them together. They're two separate things. You could wear a camera around your neck too, and then a, <laughs> and a straw hat. Can hello, I everyone. Wear sunglasses that have the you know string that attaches. On yes, indeed. Neon. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internets, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. So we've, we've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to get to today. I do want to remind everybody, if you're doing any uh, shopping online like, uh, at the Amazons, people like the Amazons, Sarah. Wow, Greg. The do kids, they? The kids Tell love me the more Amazons. about the Amazons. Well, here's what you do. Before you go to the Amazons, you go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link right there. Okay. That's and what that's you where you do. can do your Amazons, right? Like, yep. You access all that. You know, you get your you get whatever it is the kids are buying on there, you know, your trickets and your toys and your candy or whatever from People Amazon. like to buy books on Amazon, too? Books? Oh, well, maybe we know something about that. Maybe we do. Uh, so go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. Our super do, secret guest wasn't even paying attention. We're going to shop on the Amazons, on the interwebs, that's being noted in the chat there. Uh, all right, so <laughs> so I, I think before we go too far, we we need to explain what it is that we're talking about here. You're making it sound like I had some, like... I, okay, you're not there yet, but I think it's fair, you know, as I a know friend, how to tow the line. I know how to tow the line. I have my whole life. Sometimes <laughs> I've gone a little overboard. Uh-huh. Like, for example, like Tutu Summer might have been a little bit overboard. That was a lot. That, that was, was a lot. That was an excessive amount, but I was still in my, I was in my 20s then. I feel like that was forgivable. <laughs> so now you're, you're, you're much more mature now I'm in my, now I'm in my. I think uh, you were 30 when that was going on, to be okay, honest. Okay, well, it was but, like in the late 20s, early, <laughs> early-ish 30s, maybe right. 30. But not eight. I, I'm more. saying I have come close to the line before, but I, I think that I have maintained the balance where I don't mm-hmm. quite tip over. Right. To where it's like, just I know to where much. like I'm not wearing, you know, like all these excessive things like, you know, like one orange and one pink shoe and mm-hmm. then I'm wearing stripes with my plaid tutu mm-hmm. and like a big Which, bow in my hair. You know, that's fine if that's what... If, if that's, that's the thing. That's, if, if that's, that's how you thing, want to dress, it but is. I'm, I'm saying... I'm, but I felt like as a friend, it was fair to... It's fair to warn you that I think you're getting pretty close to that line and maybe, maybe going a little bit too far. I, I think you're, you're one step not. away from the kooky I train. wish we would have taken a picture of my outfit because it was not bad. That was the only splash of color I had on. No, it's, it's the combo. Again, it's not it the single item. It was not the combo. All right, let's, let's explain. Maybe we should... Maybe we should bring on our, our super secret guest okay. while we just explain this entire thing, because uh, I believe he may have some, some uh, thoughts on this to weigh in as well. So, uh, j- ladies and gentlemen, joining us now on Fun Employment Radio. Oh, this music just reminds me that I watched Nightmare at Nibblers again this weekend. Ooh, nice. It's just as good. Awesome. Nightmare at Nibblers available at Funemployment And our super secret guest was in that as well. Yes, he was. Lead investigator. <laughs> lead investigator. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Duran. Oh, hello. Hello. Oh, hello. Oh, surprise. Hello. <laughs> surprise. Oh, my goodness. Nobody knew. Aaron, I even what told are you someone, doing I was chatting with someone this morning. He's like, well, I got to go. 
It's a secret. Nah, you know. Mm. <laughs> Can't like, tell you what I'm up to. Can't tell you what I'm doing, but it's a secret. <laughs> Super <right>. secret. <laughs> Aaron, I need you to be on my side for this because Greg is Wait a minute. Me okay, well, you can <laughs> If Aaron's going to be our impartial judge here on right, this, fine. He you've already led you can't do that. You tampered with the no, witness. No, I'm not tampering with you're, the witness. You're tampering with the All jury. Right, I'm just saying as far as fashiony stuff goes, I think that Aaron's more similar to me than he is it's to you. It's jury tampering and uh, I It's not jury tampering. For for good or bad Sarah and I have very similar fashion tastes. We do. It's true. All right. Well, let me explain. Let me <laughs> explain she was what grabbing it is. me the headphones. She accidentally bumped me with her right boob, so I'm already on her side. <laughs> <laughs> boob bumping. That, that's again. That's how I win everybody over. Jury tampering. Bumping. Jury tampering. All right. Oh, excuse me, Aaron. Oh, sorry. <laughs> let me turn this on. For Not you. allowed in my courtroom. All right. So, so here's here's what happened. Now we all know Sarah. Um, I think you've you've what? talked Why about it here sighing? on the show. Why are you sighing? Uh, you've you've discussed on the show how when you were a kid, your mom allowed you to dress yourself. Uh, yes, she. Which is one of the greatest regrets of her life. I think <laughs> she is, has said. specifically said that sometimes she regrets the fact that yeah. she let my sister and I dress ourselves. <laughs> so, I don't know. That sounds kind of nice. It my was mom dressed to an me. extent. I, I spent my young childhood years in uh, Oshkosh corduroy overalls. Oh, yeah. Oshkosh begosh. I had me some of those. Yeah. Oh, wow, that must be country clothes then. Yeah, I think because so. they're durable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I did stand have some up. Oshkosh when I was younger, but yeah. I mean, as I got older, like you know, like elementary school, that's when she started to let us. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, mix and that's, a, that's mix where it, and match. That's where it started. That's where it started. And so that has continued through to your adult life. You have a unique uh, sense of what you consider fashion. And th- again, <laughs> this isn't me complaining. <laughs> no, I, know. I think everything I'm saying is true. Tell no, me if it's, it's not totally true. true. It's totally true. I don't understand how to dress um, normally. I've, I've struggled my entire life to try and. Then try to put together an outfit that makes me look more normal, and I just can't do it when I wear but normal you, clothes. It makes me feel weird. You can do it though. You've gone out to like events where you've done more traditional, yeah. You know, clothes. But so, I yeah. think it was like more during the time when like uh, like do you remember like in the late nineties when like Abercrombie and Fitch and the Gap and like everyone kind of looked wish. like cookie cutters. Shut up! But they all you know like all like the the cool people all made their clothes. What? It's trying to silence my phone there. I did and the opposite. Failing. Okay. <laughs> Went the opposite way. I, I know of those clothes, but I was not. <sighs> See, and my mom wouldn't buy me those expensive clothes. Yeah, I no. Yeah, I, so yeah. It was, I was all kind about the JCPenney outlet store for me. Exactly. I yeah. always had like the knockoffs. So I've never been successful in dressing like a right. normal person or grown up, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think it's more than that. I think you. it's beyond like just I mean, not having nice the designer today. clothes. I don't, think that's, I don't think that's the issue. It's. Um, you you it's beyond that i i think uh i think you're you're doing yourself a disservice maybe by not uh, admitting you have your own way of of dressing i look normal today yeah no i'm not saying Normal-ish. you don't look normal you look normal for you there's enough people that dress like greg in this world that, um, <laughs> black shirt and jeans you know <laughs> so the guy speakers. in a black shirt and jeans right now yeah i know i'm like, wait to a minute fair, what are you saying here my black shirt has spock throwing devil horns and i'm wearing true. a shazam hat so true I don't want to be no. Jim, you wore that last Monday. I know. Okay, I was just and thinking. actually, as I was putting it on, it's like I wore this last. Fuck oh it. fuck it! It's been a week, and that's an awesome shirt. You need to wear that as much as humanly possible. Yeah, it was just. You should was, wear that every. It was day. at the top of my shirt pile. Yeah, my folded shirt pile. Well, Gone through the. If it's yeah. a clean shirt, then yeah, it's a clean no. shirt. Who yeah. I mean, yeah, it's who just, cares? It's logical. Well, so so with that being said, <laughs> I want to just explain. <laughs> oh. 
what happened this weekend and why it is I wanted to give Sarah a warning. She may be bordering on the part where, part where you know, you, I, just, I was trying to say fact and part at the same time. That was a professional broadcasting <laughs> thing you do. Um, so, you said fart. Yeah, I, I, sure, I sure did. We'll dub in some sounds afterwards for that. Just fully. Just, we'll just, just turn the radio show kooky since you just it's pepper you. it throughout the show. Yeah, that's what we'll do. All right. So, oh my God. <laughs> trying to recover. So, uh, you know, we, uh, Sarah and I met up this weekend because we, we were going to go to Bike Gallery, mm-hmm. which, um, fine sponsor, Bike Gallery. And I'm going to talk more about them here in just a second. But just to give the context of why we were meeting up, we're going to ride bikes and go over to, uh, one of the Bike Gallery, uh, locations. The one on Woodstock is actually where we ended up going, which was awesome. Yeah, which was great. And, um, yeah, I'll explain that part a little bit more. But I want, just want to set the stage for how, you were when we met up. So what are you talking about? Sarah, You're making it sound like no. I'm just I had some like I have to about I me. have to set the stage, Sarah. I have to tell the story. Okay, I have to explain what it is. So you you showed up at my house and um, you know you were you had ridden your bike. You I was ready to ride. Ready to ride. And we're getting I was a lone rider. Yep, you <laughs> met up at my house, and then mm-hmm. we we're going to go over there to the bike gallery. And and as we're getting ready to leave, I I did. I noticed because I was going to bring a bottle of water, so I had a backpack, and I wondered if you know you wanted me to carry anything for you. And you had your own uh, carrying bag. Carrying bag. Mm -hmm. That's good. Which right? Which I'm responsible. It was very responsible. Going to say it was, uh, and there's there's no real way to alternatively describe it that I can think of. It was a fanny pack. You were wearing a fanny pack in its proper place. A a fanny pack. Hanging in the front when you were zipping in and out of there, putting in your stuff. It was so convenient. You know what? When you're doing anything that is kind of physical in terms of a workout, so if you're at the gym, riding bike or jogging, I think fanny packs are totally allowed. I completely agree. You I agree. Need, they yeah. are so convenient uh-huh. and they're Look, light. It, yeah, they're as, as day-to-day fashion wear, no, don't, don't do it. Mm-mm. But if you're on a bike, you don't want to have to stop and get off the bike and swing your pack over or whatever. I think there's nothing wrong to be able to just reach in the fanny pack, grab uh-huh. what you need, and keep going. Same okay. if you're if you're working out or if you're jogging. It uh-huh. was so perfect. Greg's. I know so, many 80-year-olds have that same opinion. So, so Greg is riding around like his big old, 80-year-olds. His big old lump of backpack. And you mm-hmm. know what I have right in the front, right accessible, accessible to me? I have my wallet. I have my ID. I have some cash money. I have my keys. And it's all just right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. My no. chapstick. Uh-huh. Perfectly acceptable. Do you have your phone on a belt? Clip oh, and I had that... my phone inside of my fanny oh, pack. Oh, okay. It wasn't a fanny pack. It was like a front purse. Would you have felt better if she clip. had the fanny pack attached to a belt chain? <laughs> <laughs> little wallet chain action there? See? Now, we'll, we'll get into this. We'll get into this. <laughs> so, Sarah show, showed up with with her fanny pack. I didn't say anything about it. I didn't and even it's not, comment fair, on it. You're making it sound like it's like some like loud, patterned, uh, wild fanny pack. Okay. It is a you, you're black, right. You described your fanny pack. It is everybody. a black... Non detailed at all leather fanny pack that I bought. Like leather, it's a leather <laughs> it's fanny leather, pack. It's leather. Wow. I got it years ago at a Goodwill because it was the same thing. I didn't want to have to carry a purse or a backpack around mm-hmm. all day when I was doing this. Uh, it's exhausting having a backpack. No, nope, for when I was doing the <laughs> Portland Adult Soapbox Derby. Yeah. I needed to have all of my stuff on me, and I didn't want to have to carry around a bag or a backpack. So it don't was want it actually. Out. Don't want it flying out. I had to have everything zipped in, made sure mm-hmm. that I had you know all my um, mm-hmm. stuff on me. Okay, you know what you need. You need a utility belt. Oh, yeah. This is, again, where I'm saying it's I got a bordering guy. too far here. I know, so, I've seen those before. All right. It's a commitment. Awesome. I like them. You had you had the fanny pack. Yes. 
and we <laughs> didn't comment on it. Uh, and it's not like it's bedazzled or anything. It's just a black bag that was uh-huh. just in the front. It's kind of flat anyway, so it was just there. Yep. Went to Bike Gallery over on a Woodstock location. Of course, Bike Gallery has six different locations here in Portland, and they really are awesome. So I needed a new tire. That was, was part of the reason why we were going It was an amazing there. experience. Yeah, it was great. Um, bike Gallery, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Bike Gallery link. Um, please do that because that's how they kind of track that. But also, I used our code. Because if you, if you do that, <laughs> you, sure you go did. to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Bike Gallery link right there. It takes you to a 10% off code that you can use in any store, any yeah. location. So, Which we used, and yeah, it worked. I used it. I yeah. used it for a new tire. I so, bet, bet you they sell fanny packs. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> excuse me. Mm-hmm. They actually did that, so they were more styling. Well, yeah. It's more, then your you know, leather one? I don't know if it gets Technology more. has increased, though. <laughs> what's, I mean, what's on the higher end of fanny packs than a leather one? <laughs> How I don't much, know, but my little go? fanny pack is also falling apart, studs? so like one of the sides is just held together with safety pins, too. Oh, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it is time it Might to be time for a new one. I know, but it was just so convenient. To... I didn't want to, and it was warm. I didn't want to wear a backpack. Well, so we were there at Bike Gallery, and shout out to the guys at the Woodstock store, because we used our code, and then uh, so, and we ended up saying that, oh yeah, that's actually us, and some of the I know, I show, felt so. so stupid. Yeah, I know. I didn't want to be saying... like, that guy, that's me on the Because the they're code. like, oh, Fun Employment Radio, I've heard of that. And we're like, yeah. And, and neither Greg nor I wanted to say, like, oh, that's us. Yeah, <laughs> no, I get that. I do the same thing. Exactly, because yeah. you don't want to sound like an yeah. asshole. Yeah, like, it seems like... douchey. But then uh, one of the guys who was working there, and I didn't catch his name, he was awesome, but he's uh-huh. just like, hey, I listen to your show, like you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, that was really cool. So, uh, Bike Gallery, though, Anyway, really so sorry, awesome. this isn't a big wank fest about us. We're just like, Bike Gallery was awesome. Bike Gallery yeah. was badass. Yeah, they they were awesome. So really, really great experience. Please go in there, use that code because they actually they really like seeing the code when it's used. So funemploymentradio.com, click on the Bike Gallery link. That's all you got to do. Tell all your friends, anybody buying anything in bikes. I'm gonna go back there um, and get an upgraded fanny pack thing. Yeah, you should. <laughs> that might go better with my purchase that I made at well, Bike Gallery. That you won't stop giving me. I shit bet you about. they have this ones is... with like reflective tape on it and stuff, so you can be seen better. Oh, mm-hmm. that's good. Well, safety, safety and convenience. Something. Greg doesn't like. <laughs> I am not anti-safety or convenience. I'm just saying. Now, here's the, here's the thing, though. No, I hadn't really said anything about the fanny pack up to that point. It was after the. It was the next step. It was. It was the next step. And you didn't even say where anything. I'm just like, huh? You, you uh, said so, it so honestly in the car too. Like that's when I knew that you were for real. So here's the thing <laughs> that he approached me with such honesty. They sell a million things at Bike Gallery, and one of the things that uh, Sarah bought was she wanted to get some bike riding gloves. Many different kinds of bike riding gloves they have there. All kinds of different gamuts. The ones Sarah chose were the. I are they knitted? They're crocheted. Crocheted, rainbow striped gloves. They're so pretty. So they're these crocheted rainbow striped gloves, which again, more power to you. Uh, however, I love how you're saying more power to me. Thanks. Greg. Well, I mean, you know, everybody's got their own sense of style, but this is where the friendship thing came in, where I felt it was necessary to let you know something. So we we take off, and I t- I sit there and I just look at Sarah for a second. I'm like, she's digging through her fanny pack with her bright rainbow crocheted gloves, <laughs> getting ready to go for a bike ride with her. You've got a nice helmet, but it is shaped like more kind of like the baseball. Uh, it's black. It's a black basic helmet that I also got at Bike Gallery last year. Yeah. It is. It is. There's nothing covers your whole head, right? About it. No, it covers yeah. my whole. Yeah, no, it's the, like a nice. It's a good helmet. It's a good solid helmet. But the combo of all of that, all of that happening at once, I just, I didn't even think about it. Which normally you should think about things before you say say things to Sarah about what she's wearing. Uh, I just kind of blurted it out. I was like, you know. You're getting real, real close to hopping on the kooky train there. <laughs> I just felt like you should know that. Because I put on and the gloves. Right I was we got honestly back into the trying truck. to warn you. 
Oh, wait, the, helmet, was, the helmet's black? Yeah, so my helmet's black. So basically I was wearing jean shorts, black chucks, a black tank top. Uh, were they custom? Did, were they jean shorts you made that were kind of ta- tasseling? No, were, I mean, they're they just like regular out? shorts. No, no, I wasn't wearing shorts. Oh, God, this is so exciting. Let me tell you about my leg wear. No, I was wearing uh, like... Uh, John and Boring's happy about this. <laughs> no, I was wearing uh, leggings, like short leggings and, and a skirt. And a black, okay. And my black tank top, black right. chucks, black helmet, black fanny pack, and then Leather the rainbow gloves. fanny pack, by the way. Let's not, let's <laughs> well, not overlook that part of it. And then your rainbow striped gloves. To m- so, I'm saying you're not quite there. You're not on the kooky train yet. You're not the kooky office lady. Kooky quite. train. It is. It's it's a kooky thing. It's like kooky for kooky's sake. I'm not sure. I mean, she's basically all in black. She's just adding a little bit of color. A little splash of color. Mm. That's it's not exactly like she was wearing was. like neon green leggings and then like this is what I was saying. Okay. No, I did say that it, the one the one thing that would really put it over too far is if you put on some leg warmers with that. That might be a no, little bit too much. No, or you said some sort of like kooky themed helmet, like a watermelon, like the helmets that look like watermelons yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, that that might be. I mean, and again, if you want to be the kooky, the kooky person, that's totally cool. You, I mean, absolutely, everybody has their own sense kooky- of style. Okay, you know I'm not railing doing? against kooky people. They had a big selection of gloves, <laughs> and I saw all these different ones, and they were like, you know, I was leaning more toward like the black ones, just like the basic, and then I saw these beautiful embroidered rainbow gloves. Yeah. Which they're. Uh, I saw I the picture. They look pretty cool. They are pretty cool, and I thought I would. I would regret it if I didn't get them. If I got and trust boring, me, in your apartment, you need something that stands out. That's true. Also, I would never be able to find it. That's right. Just mm-hmm. one more pair of black gloves are never coming I know, out of that apartment they'd again. Never see the light of day. No. So I needed to. It was just necessary. Mm-hmm. 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 People are. Plus, you use the gloves. You know, you should be doing. You know, hand signals to ride to ride safely in Portland. Oh, absolutely. So you want people mm-hmm. to be able to see her hands. Mm-hmm. I mean. Unless you don't want that to happen. Wow, Greg, Greg what's wrong with you? Uh, your hands are white enough. I think everybody would see them. I have the same. They're issue. wide enough. White. I didn't say <laughs> oh. wide enough. Yes, your hands are wide. But then they're, they're not. Why would I say? <laughs> <laughs> Look at my big wide hands. God damn it, Greg. <laughs> I think we're Strong both hands. quite pale. I think we're we're our own reflection when it comes to that. But yes, you That's know. Okay. Um, I'm just saying. I th- I feel. Like it was my duty as a friend to let you know. I mean, you're you're bordering. You're not quite a clown couple riding their tall bikes around town. I know you made it sound like I was basically turning into the third member of the clown. Well, couple. a couple more steps, and I think you're you're full on riding on the kooky train, first class. I like he's taking the same tone you get from a friend. They're like, look, Sarah. I know we like to go out and have fun. <laughs> we all like to go out and have a couple drinks. But lately, you've been having a few extra ones. And look, I'm your friend. And I know you don't want to hear it from anybody else, but you know that I love you. It was the you know that I love you Thank thing. you, Aaron. That is how I'm trying to present this <laughs> right. to her. It's, it's more out of concern, and I feel like I would want somebody to tell me. All right, I finally just... If I went too far, I want somebody to tell me. I just uploaded a picture of my rainbow gloves. There they are. If I but started... they're just rainbow gloves, though. I mean, Well, yeah, the gloves by there. themselves, that's not... That's not really the thing. It's the combo package and the adding on more and more. It's the it's the it's the addition the additional things. One in its own right, po- totally fine. Multiples. Have you guys ever done, on dangerous territory? Have you guys ever thought about doing a bit where you dress each other for a week? No. God, and that's no. not going to happen. <laughs> oh, that would be, I, I don't mean week? like physically dress each a other, week? but like no, I know. And granted, I know you couldn't do it. Like the one caveat would be like not while you're at Digital Trends, obviously. Yeah. But I oh, go through each other's wardrobe and you pick out what they're going to wear for the week. 
I don't. I wouldn't want Greg going through my wardrobe. Yeah, I don't know if I want Sarah going through my stuff. It doesn't matter what you guys want. I know the listeners <laughs> want it. I don't want. I would never want to wear any. No offense. All offense, Greg. I would never want to wear anything that Greg would pick out. But he has to pick from what you have. Yeah. Oh, it's. He's got. He's got a combo from what you own. <laughs> Uh, Jasmine in the chat said that I've crossed the tipping point with my gloves. Well, I don't know. I see. I, I'm not going to say you've quite crossed it, but a couple extra things. Maybe the ca- the camera around your around your neck. Wait, the the, the camera. That, no, I wasn't wearing a camera around my neck. That's what he's just saying. Like maybe the sunglasses. What would be one the, sun, the sunglasses. Oh, okay. Uh, the side of it. Um, maybe a uh, a Hawaiian shirt. A Hawaiian shirt. Added on to that. Yes, I'm with much. my huge, vast collection of Hawaiian shirts. Well, I'm I'm just warning you of things that, in addition to this, would be going too far. Oh, in wait, case I'm the Hawaiian them. shirt guy. That's <laughs> which I right. kind of do want right, to start wearing some which Hawaiian shirts. Which, in its own shirts. right, is sharp. fine. <laughs> okay, if you start wearing Hawaiian shirts, I will. That's fine. If you want to, I will never ever take any advice from you ever again about as far as far as what I wear. There's an antique mall in the Hollywood district where they have an entire section of nothing but Hawaiian shirts. Ooh. And keep in like mind, vintage Hawaiian I, shirts. I own awesome. some Hawaiian yeah. shirts. I do own some Hawaiian shirts, but I'm just saying if Sarah starts wearing the Hawaiian shirts with her fanny pack and her crocheted rainbow gloves and her... I'm not going to wear... I'm not warmers. committing to a fanny pack. A like, I'm just, I wore it once. <laughs> Actually, I had the tutu in there too and then... Mm, then I'd be. look like fucking Ace Ventura. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> a tutu and a Hawaiian shirt. Okay, thanks for that. <laughs> well, I just, I'm sorry. I just felt it was my job to to let you know. <laughs> Rick is saying, is Greg pulling a fashion intervention? Oh, the irony. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I started wearing all of my rings again and my I just picture you're double going earrings. To at some Do you point. still own all your rings? I own a bunch of them. I don't have all of them. Oh I got enough. Thumb I could probably fill. Greg was thumb ring guy. No, my thumbs oh, are too big. Up. My thumbs are too big for him. I could never find one that fits. I would have. Oh, I could never find one. No, I was. Uh, what about, were you a big pinky ring guy? Oh, absolutely. Both, oh, both pinkies. Oh, both man. pinkies. Both pinkies oh, had God, to have a ring. So wrong. And then, uh, and then you know the pointer finger ring. Sometimes I would balance it out. I have pointer finger on each one and pinky on each one. Um, yeah, it was. It, it, it depended on the day. What were your thoughts on gold Skull chains? One. Oh, I had a gold chain. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I had a gold chain. A little medallion on it. Mm-hmm. And then I switched to silver, though. I went all silver. Oh. So I had a silver chain. To show was you were a man of the people. Was it like stamped with my, silver? With my silver earrings. Was it stamped I, silver, like stamped with flames, or like- no? No, it was just a chain, just a basic chain. You didn't have like a barbed wire choker. Nope. No medallions <laughs> on it or anything. Just a straight chain. And then uh, you know the the one earring on my upper right ear, and then the oh, one on my left. God, just. I wish you would never bring up your upper ear earring. Sometimes that have a safety pin in it. I had the upper ear ones. See? Yeah. See? Those it happens. Cool. Some people can pull it off. I just don't believe that Greg Nibbler is one of those people. I'd have to re-pierce it. It's all sealed up right now. It's got some weird knob on the back of it, though. Oh, you got a little deposit. Little oh, my note. God. I don't want to know about your weird knob that your earring left. That's everything that I don't want to <laughs> Mr. know. Mr. Jenge, who do you think you are with all those rings? Rick Emerson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. When I met Rick, he had so many rings. Yeah, we probably had a similar sense of fashion, you I'm sure, back in the day. exactly the yeah. same. I'm pretty, yeah. pretty spot on. Styling. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, I'm going to wear my continue to wear my rainbow gloves because I love them very much. And go to Bike Good. Gallery and get your own rainbow gloves. Yeah, absolutely. Or anything else that they have there. Mm-hmm. By all means, Bike Gallery is awesome. Funemploymentradio.com. <laughs> Click on the Bike Gallery link when you go in. So you get make sure that you get 10 percent off. It includes bikes. Like it's it's a really great deal. So uh, make sure you do that. And you you can get 
rainbow crochet gloves if that's what you want. Mm. They also sell many other things. They sell, sell I think they a lot start, of other things. I think they should start putting a sign on the gloves that says, as heard on Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Sarah endorses them. <laughs> I do. You're They're really approved. comfortable. Well, because I always end up getting like calluses on my hands during the summer from like yeah. gripping onto the handlebars too tight. Bike gloves really do help. And they're crochet, so they absorb palm sweat. I know, right? Yeah. I mean, and they you probably want to wash them eventually. <laughs> well, the, the interior is like leather, like padded leather. Like your fanny pack. Like my fanny pack. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Well, Aaron has some exciting news. I mean, the, yes, I know my does. rainbow gloves are pretty exciting. <laughs> that was pretty big, big so topic. we'll go ahead and move away from the excitement of the rainbow gloves. Uh, yeah, it's too much. <laughs> yeah, I'm like piling on a little bit too much. We need to talk about what Aaron has brought in here. And, and to be honest, we didn't even know he had brought this in until like I'm, two minutes before we went on air. It's like, I forgot. Holy shit. Brought it. At yeah. 12.58, I was like, what's that? Like, this is huge. This is huge <laughs> news for you. I'm like, so, so like at 12.58, Sarah says, Aaron, what's that? I was like, oh, it's my book. And she's like, as in your book that you just brought? I was like, no, as in the one that I wrote my book. <laughs> Because I'm horrible at promoting myself. And it's 12.58, so we're getting ready to go live at 1. I'm like, what did, What the fuck? We already have all of our... Like, you can't... You have to tell us these <laughs> This is things. huge. <laughs> to be fair, I, it was a last-minute thought as I was leaving the house. I'm like, I should grab the book and mention what's going to happen in a few weeks. Um, Absolutely. Well, let's yes. start from the beginning. Let's talk about what the book is. Like, okay. explain to everyone. So, a little over a year ago, I decided to finally just write a book. I've been doing comics for so long. And as much as I love it, it was getting a little frustrating because I just I just wanted to get more out there because I just never stopped telling stories or, or whatever. And I was encouraged to finally just sit down and write a book. So I did. Um, it is a it's a it's a middle school to young adult. It's not a it's not for adults, but I think adults will enjoy the book. Mm-hmm. But it's written for like the ten year old and up crowd. Okay. Uh, it's a rural fantasy slash horror book. Uh, I grew up liking weird, creepy stories as a little kid, and there's not a lot of those anymore. Are you there's talking about like, uh, like stuff, Christopher like, Pike, like Carl Stein, that kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, not, not quite that heavy in the horror, mm. more kind of like, you know, what's out in the woods, kind of, you know, let the imagination kind of wander. Mm-hmm. And I got about half of the book, yeah. and some people read it, read some samples of it, and I was basically told that... Um, the book is essentially it's Evil Dead for eight year olds. Okay, that's a cool. <laughs> all right, which is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. like Ramona Quimby meets the Evil Dead. It's like all right, I'll nice. take that. Nice. So it's the first book and hopefully a long running series. Uh, the first book is called Welcome to Grizzly Dale, and yeah, it's about a, a kid who moves into a new neighborhood. And uh, he is immediately ostracized because the new house that was built uh, ends up taking over the neighborhood BMX bike trail. And as Greg knows, if you grow up in the sticks and someone destroys your bike trail... Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So he's immediately hated by almost every single kid in the neighborhood. And uh, he finds out the first night that his bedroom faces the, the creepy old wooden barn... That has been housing the legend of this monster for like a hundred years. This earth, this rural legend that every kid has told for like a century. His bedroom faces that building, ah. and the first night there are strange things happening in the night, and the monster is unleashed. Wow! I cool. want to read that book. <laughs> so yeah, it's all about him trying to figure out what the legend is, how to close it, uh, how to send the monster back, uh, all while making trying to make new friends and not get grounded for the summer. This is amazing. So it's thank you. It's a lot of fun. Um, you know, some of it is drawn on my past as a kid growing up in a weird, freaky town. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say that Harry sounds baby. Uh, like yes. Yeah, so here's the thing, Harry Baby. Yeah, Harry Baby's in that. That is about Harry Baby. Oh my god. Uh, which every time I talked about writing a book, I'd have friends or family members say, "You know what? Why don't you ever?" 
like retell that stupid hairy baby story. I'm like, because it's dumb. <laughs> it's this local monster that was only afraid of like paper cuts. Like, I don't know why every kid decided paper cuts. <laughs> so what I ended up doing actually is finding, because the area I grew up in, I actually found a legend of a, a local, it's a, I found a legend of a monster that was told to frighten kids um, from the the Mayutra, the Maidu tribe, the Native okay. American, the Mayu tribe. There, there's actually a monster in their mythology that is really similar to what Harry Baby does, <laughs> or at least what the kids said Harry Baby used to do. So Which I is decided the to combo name for a monster. Too. It's a stupid <laughs> name for a monster. Harry Baby. Sometimes and the, the stupider the name, like the scarier the monster. <laughs> yeah, and there's and the the main character in the book actually makes a reference of really. Like, that's the name of your monster? That's a stupid name. And then he's terrified of it because it's terrifying. <laughs> but it has a lot, you know, you know, adventures on bikes and going into the woods. Okay, and I'm sorry. I, I can't control myself and... anymore. When are you going to let me read it? Uh, May 15th, which is when it comes out. So, but, I mean, don't you want, like, somebody, you know, like, for example, like, someone who hosts a, a podcast in Portland, Oregon, to be able to, like, pre-read it and, like, give, a, you know, recommendations? Uh, when I get more proofs, sure. Okay. So give me a few days. <laughs> All right, I can, I can this, read Not this one you can't. This one's got okay. some spelling errors in it still. Okay. This is an older proof. I kind of want to mug you and steal that book and read it. You can't because it's the only one. I know. Okay, okay, okay. Um, So, yeah, uh, May 15th at Bridge City Comics, uh, Friday from like 6 to 9. The event will go up later on today. Uh, The Welcome to Grizzly Dale release party is going to happen. We'll have hard copies of the book. If you don't live in Portland, um, you can't do it yet, but in a few days you'll be able to pre-order it on Amazon. Nice. So go through funemploymentreader.com and then order the book yeah. on Amazon. Oh my god, awesome. Aaron. Yeah, it's I'm really excited. And if you order the book, if you live in Portland, it'd be really great if you just pick it up at Bridge City Comic at the release party. But and that's Friday, May 15th. Friday, May 15th. May 15th, okay. Yeah, 6 to 9 p.m. Friday, May and 15th. And that's the one on Mississippi? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> next to Salt and Straw. Ooh. Or no, next to Ruby Jewels, the, the ice cream place. Okay. So I get, I get comics and ice cream like every Thursday. Like a <laughs> There's nothing um, wrong with that. Yeah, totally. So yeah, Friday, May 15th at Bridge City Comics from 6 to 9, and I'll be in more promo mode as it, we get closer and closer. Right. You mean you'll remember to talk about that? Yes, that okay. too. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but I'm really jazzed. We're also doing a Kindle version of it all at once. Oh, so cool. the whole thing all drops all at once. The print version, the Kindle version. If you don't live in Portland, you have to order the and you order the print version through Amazon, you get the Kindle version for free. Oh, that's awesome. It just it just oh. goes with it because I don't want to double dip people on that. Unless you really want to, yeah. then you can pay the 2.99 for the Kindle version also, but um, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm such a I've target already... demographic for this. I mean, like you I really still... are. You're gonna love it. Seriously, I still just... reread like all you know kinds of like kids going on adventures in the summertime books because I love yeah. them because they're they're fun, they're well written, they're and but they're not too like taxing, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I love that. This has been a lot of fun to write. I didn't think I had it in me to write a book. I love to tell stories and comics and write scripts. I never had a big desire to write a book, and then one day this one just clicked for me. Um, I'm almost through with the outline for the second book already that has to do with a city that's under the high school, under the uh, middle school. Ooh. It's just, I think the book's just going to be called Rise of the Undercity, about an entire race that lives under the junior high. <gasps> cool. That sounds like one of my favorite books ever, uh, The Mole People. <laughs> Yeah, it won't be well, more yeah, people. The people yeah, the mole people's real, though. <laughs> I know, but I mean, but that's sad. people living under the city. I mean, it's yeah. sad. No, but it's not necessarily sad. I mean, it's pretty sad, but yeah. a lot of them choose to live there. Let's not get into the mole people we're talking about. Well, you here. brought the mole people up. So. It's too late now. <laughs> but yeah, I've had a lot of fun writing this. Uh, it's been a really fun adventure. Um, I've received a lot of support from people saying, like, they're excited because I'll do the random updates of, like, hey, you know, 5,000 words today or, hey, doing this and that. It's been a lot of fun. I'm super proud of this book. Um, 
Yeah, hopefully people like it. The few people that have read it, even people that I don't really know, they don't have a vested interest in saying, it's really good, Aaron, um, have really liked it and are already asking, like, okay, when's the second one? I'm like, well, let me finish getting the first one out there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm super excited. It's it's a lot of fun to do this. I'm incredibly nervous, but it's excited. Oh, awesome. I mean, wow. and there's full artwork on this thing and everything. Yeah, like, no, we uh, we we painted. Did you have... take that picture? No, we actually. There's a site out there. I think it's listed in here. Uh, the cover is by uh, David Puerto. Um, there's a site out there where you can purchase. A lot of photographers will put their images up for sale. Uh huh. And you pay a flat rate, and then the only thing you have to do is credit them. In, in whatever you're using it for mm-hmm. and then promise to not then give the photo like the file away oh gotcha okay. so but once you do it you you own it you're allowed to manipulate like this picture originally wasn't wasn't a green hue and there's it's green for a reason which you read the book the green cue there's a reason why the light turns green um, which has to do with the story itself his original one was that's just a sunrise over a mountain oh pretty ah. um, yeah so yeah no this was a piece of artwork we purchased or a photograph Okay. All right, so the book, again, is called Welcome to Grizzlydale. Welcome to Grizzlydale. The, the series is called The Forgotten Tears. But tears is in Tears is in levels. a Y, because I'm, yeah. I'm wanky, so it's basically, it's like tears in reality. Okay. The whole premise of this entire town is that it has rips and tears in reality. Okay. Where things can come and go, and time can uh, shift. And, stop talking about it! I mean, promote yourself, but Everyone that lives there, un- unless you're what's called tear-touched, which you find out more in the book, uh, unless you're actually a, something that's called tear-touched, the uh-huh. town affects you to where you can't ever leave it, because you never forget why you're... While you're leaving town, so people that grew up there, they'll get some like they'll get out of town and then come right back because they can't realize why they ever wanted to leave the mm-hmm. town. They have no memory of ever showing up. They have no memory of ever leaving, unless you're tear touched and you're you can see all of it and you're immune to the effects of this town. Of wow, these, of these rips in reality. <laughs> so. Keelan saying in the chat, <laughs> uh, promote yourself, but stop talking about it, like making fun of me. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, hopefully this. Well, not hopefully. This is the first book in a series. I don't know how long it's going to go. Um, it's so weird to say like I'll probably do what like J.K. Rowling does, but I probably will. I'm going to take the main character through high school. And in this one, cool. he's starting like fifth grade. So. Oh wow! So I've got some, I got some time here. Now, yeah, when you're writing some something like this, yeah. do you already have like a like the final idea for the final book in yeah. mind? You know how you want to end it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I know how the actual. I know how the entire series does end. I have no idea how I'm going to get there. So it'll be yeah. eight, eight books, probably. Right around eight books. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then maybe some supplemental stuff because I got about halfway through and realized that his the a character he meets in here. I started to enjoy writing her more than him. Mm-hmm. So she might get spin-off books eventually in the whole cuz I'm a dork or whatever. That's cool. Um yeah, so it's it's been a lot of fun. But yeah, I did have that again like that. I don't remember if you guys remember this. I think it was right around when JK Rowling had put out book 5 that she held up this manila envelope and she said this is the last chapter of the last book. I, oh, I wrote yeah. this years I ago. I goddamn remember yeah, that. Yeah, she's like yes. I wrote this years ago. I know how it ends. And then she put it away. I have that. I have. I, was so the, I have the last two pages of the last book already written. <laughs> nice. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, I know how it ends, and shit can change. But for now, I know how the entire series ends. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me too of like when there was the writers' strike, and it was during the heyday of Lost. I remember yeah. it was like, "Hey, we know what hap- what the island really is. Don't you want to know?" It's like, "God damn it, you're taunting people." I knew what it was by episode three, and no one told me. Everyone told me to shut up. I was wrong. Whatever, Aaron. 
I was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, May fifteenth. So May fifteenth is May fifteenth, and you'll yeah. make a, a Facebook invite. Oh yeah, yeah. Out. I'm actually working with Michael Ring at Bridge City. He's he's co-hosting it with me, and he's really good at putting these things together because Bridge City does these events like every few weeks. They have like a release party, so he's gotten really good at building the event. So he's helped me out with that. So, oh, yeah. cool. cool. Friday, May fifteenth. Awesome, and the the book will be there for purchase. Available yes, for the purchase. book will be available. Yeah, I'm getting the final proof uh, sometime later this week, uh, but it should have it shouldn't have any issues with it. And yeah, so we're gonna have probably around 200 copies at the store. Sweet, oh. let's sell them out. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> I think that could happen. Aaron. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited. And Very then, cool. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you yeah. for finally telling Thanks. us about yes. it. Yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thanks for getting around to you know, telling well, us this I, life-changing you know, event. I didn't want to like start bringing stuff up until I knew it was done. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you, you know, don't want to – just in case. I mean, I knew it was going to happen, but we hadn't – for a few months now, we've been figuring out, okay, what's the date going to be? What's the date going to be? And now that we've kind of pulled the trigger on it, now we have the solid date. Now we can start saying what it's going to yeah. be. And, mm. and it, you know, a little under a month lead-in time is pretty good. So. Oh, yeah. That's what we're shooting for. Absolutely. So I'm really excited. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun, I hope. Cool. All <laughs> cool, right. Man. Well, more details as they emerge. Just get yeah. closer. Thanks, Welcome guys. to Grizzlydale. <laughs> I have to say it like that. Okay. I am I am looking for someone to read an audio version, Greg. Uh, I would be in the market for this. Because <laughs> <laughs> someone asked me, do you want to do your own audio book? I'm like, no, you don't want to hear me talk. You don't want me to read my own book. I don't want to do it. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of talking. Greg likes to hear himself talk. He does, and he's got country knowledge, mm. so he'd be able to feel it. I do. He can feel the the underlying country. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he up, knows about country up, adventures. Oh, absolutely, by the forest and weird, random, abandoned buildings. Rock fights. You, oh, rock fights. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. breaking into buildings you're not supposed to get into. Yep. That are old barns, abandoned cars. Yep. Oh, lots of old cars. Yeah. Greg a lot knows. of old cars. You guys, you're on the same oh, shithead yeah. neighborhood bullies. Yep. Yeah. Riding your bike. Yeah, see? No, Greg actually might be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that was my childhood, all of that. <laughs> Getting into places I'm not supposed to. Yeah. yeah. Still pretty much what you do. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thanks, guys. It'll be a lot of fun. I'll, oh, I'll keep yeah. talking about it more and more and stuff. Cool. Right on. That's so cool. All right. Well, we'll be there on the 15th. Thanks. Should we do a little World of Crazy? We can. We might have something going on around that same time, too. Actually, everything yes. is happening. Perhaps we'll announce something later this week, maybe. Is it later oh, this week? Or early next week. Okay. There's One something the to be announced. Yes. Maybe we should just tell people to keep that weekend open? <laughs> yeah. I think keep that weekend open. That is a good weekend to keep open. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Oh, hello, my friends. That's a good idea, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real good idea. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, first up, uh, news out of the Oregon coast uh, from Seaside, Manzanita, Astoria, and Rockaway Beach. I don't know if you guys have heard about this, about the bright blue jellyfish that were washing up along shore all weekend long. Uh, no. No, they're intrigued. covering. Yeah, they were just covering the ocean beaches. Yeah, I saw something about that. I, actually, I knew somebody that was just over there. Um, yeah, and it mentioned something about that. All right. Well, they're uh, described as striking blue. Uh, sea creatures, and they're called Valella Valellas. Uh, they've washed up by the thousands on Oregon beaches. Uh, so they're small jellyfish-like animals that normally live uh, way out in the sea. Uh, however, they floated in on the surface, and now every spring, thousands of them get blown in by strong westerly winds onto the sands of Oregon, California, and Washington. So I guess they're like bright blue spots that are covering the Oregon coast. Wow. 
which sounds kind of like a nightmare for me. I guess they're not the stinging kind then. Yeah, they're not the stinging kind, so they're not poisonous. Uh, they don't sting. Yeah, they're not people. like Japanese tainted radioactive. They're not radioactive tainted stingy jellyfish. Greg went right to Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, so well, there's still more of that uh, stuff from Japan washing up. Yeah. Oh yeah. From the from um, Fukushima. Mm-hmm. Well, these are Valella Valella. Uh, and they said it's described as being beautiful to look at, but start to give off a fishy smell as they decay, which makes That's, sense. Yeah, right. That doesn't seem like it needs to be described. Uh, so they don't sting people, uh, but it's being advised to against walking against uh, walking barefoot through a pile of them because they contain mild neurotoxins. Why in God's green earth would you ever walk through barefoot a pile of blue jellyfish? No, I don't know. I don't know. I mean. You walk barefoot on the beach. Maybe if you're not paying attention, you're all saying, yeah. like, you see like kids? great blue squishy things. Yeah, kids not thinking about it. Keep your dog away from it. Yeah, I'm sure one or two don't bug you, but I guess if you walk into an entire pile of them. Yeah, I can't imagine that's good. That shit adds up. Yeah, well, I guess tens of thousands of Alalas have been washing ashore. Um, so, of course, they since they shouldn't be here, but the super strong winds blow them over, and that's where they kind of sit on the beach and marinate and die. So don't step on them <laughs> if you see them. And that's what they are if you see bright blue blobs everywhere. Oh, blue blobs. And it's recent? Just within the past few years? It was this weekend, yeah. Uh, it said the past... Yeah, it just has been happening the past couple of years. Yeah, Thanks, that doesn't seem like a good sign. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Gosh, of course my computer's so freezing right this second. Nothing's worse than those... What are they? The Portuguese Man of War? Yeah. Ooh. You hear stories about people being stung by those? Oh, and I, just like the stories you hear, it's like it is the most excruciating pain like mm-hmm. a human can experience. I remember when we were in Mexico, like years ago, my sister got stung by a jellyfish, and it had wrapped itself around her leg. Oh yeah. and god, it was that just, sounds awful! It was just red, swirling like a red, swirling welt around her entire leg. That reminds you to see. I think that since your your computer's crashing, I think the news dropped a few days ago. They they got a um, uh, an underwater was it the UAV subs? Those little unmanned little robot mm-hmm. camera subs. Yeah. Um, they got a really rare up close uh, image of a sperm whale that kind of came right up to oh, one of yeah. them, which was cool enough. But as I guess as they're inspecting it more, they found giant like it survived clearly because it was swimming, but huge gash marks on the side of it. And there's some marine biologists saying that that is it's a survivor of a giant squid attack because they're enemies. They have the same food supply. Wow! Jesus. And the giant actually giant squids eat sperm whales, and they're That's looking insane. at it and they're like the scars on this sperm whale if. Because the leg gets caught because the giant the giant squids they're not their tentacles their hat their pads they're two long ones uh-huh. the suckers have giant hooks in them so they hook <laughs> they into hook something and then they drag it across yeah the hooks are like ta- like raptor talons oh. and then pull it up right yeah and they figured they that judging by the size of this the scrape marks on this sperm whale that whatever it encountered was yet to die wash up but it possibly would be the biggest giant squid on record if they could find it. Ugh. Oh, and there's one that like washed that. up in Japan a few years ago that was something stupid, like 30 feet long. Yeah. I remember that. That's the stuff of nightmares. I had a nightmare about, like, octop- um, it was either octopus or jellyfish in a pool, and I was stuck in there, and I couldn't see. This was probably, like, when I was in fifth grade, fifth or sixth grade, yeah. and I was in this pool, which was, like, my childhood pool, but I couldn't really see either edge of the pool to get out of it, and I just looked down, and I saw all these black dots below me, and it was just, you know, pool water. And then all of them start rising up, and uh, as they're rising this up... This is a dream or really happening? This is my dream. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. And as, I, and as I'm looking, like, all, they're all starting to rise up and get bigger and bigger, and I can see all of their legs, and I'm trying to swim for the sides, but the pool doesn't have any sides, and they're just starting no. to pop up all around me. It was the fucking freakiest dream. Well, that's dream. a nightmare. It is a nightmare, and I had that nightmare like over 20 years ago, and I still yeah. think about that, and that still scares me. I just live in. There's just shit down there that just... 
Oh, just doesn't care. No. There's so much that we haven't discovered down yeah. too. But I love, I love like deep sea uh, yeah, shows. Yeah. It's yeah. so so fascinating. Oh, I was just looking at something online today about uh, a photographer who was filming all these uh, shipwrecks mm-hmm. that you could see under, you know, like from the aerial views of shipwrecks oh, underneath cool. the water. That makes me so uncomfortable. Things I love that stuff. Oh though. no, no, no! Well, there's another water that shouldn't. There's another. I think they're called devilfish. They're they're a type of squid that lives in the Gulf of Mexico, and fishermen will will hunt, will fish for them because they're. They breed like crazy. Their squid's actually very good for you mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like protein and stuff. But they've realized that these devil's fish is what they're called. This type of squid in the Gulf of Mexico. They hunt like wolves. They hunt in wolf. They hunt in packs. Yeah. And how they're able to swarm. Like they communicate things. And- yeah, and they communicate through flashing colors yeah. in each other. And yeah, and they're, some marine brides are watching it, and they realize that they hunt very similar to like wolf packs or wild animal. How pack animals the same way they hunt? Oh, by like corralling other things in. I don't want wild packs of no wild no. packs of squid. Oh no, that's my nightmare. It's awesome hurting you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, all that would make that more scary is like you know the wolf packs of poisonous squid going through like an abandoned city at the bottom of the ocean. That's my nightmare. I kind of want to write that story. I know you should. Yeah. I'd never sleep again. Uh, all right. So as I've said, 2015, what did I say this was the year of, Greg? Um, you said it was the year. Well, it's oh. the year of the rock. And what else is it the year of? You said this, that it was the year of feces. And it just keeps on keeping on. An elderly man from Harbin, China, has gotten into trouble after he decided to defecate on a bus after he got into a fight with the bus driver. Now, the man had a quarrel with the driver after the driver stopped him from closing the bus windows. Uh, upset over the incident, the man, believed to be in his 70s, instead of trying to talk to the bus driver about it, decided to pull down his pants and defecate in front of the numerous other passengers that were on the bus. <laughs> I like that this guy's hmm. 70 years old. You know, he's lived a long, lived, solid he's life. He's made it 70 plus years. Well, and somehow, he's still, after 70 years, the best way for him to resolve this issue is just to shit on a seat on a bus. On well, a bus. That's how he's going to solve it. It does make your point. Yeah. It sure did. Well, the passengers, uh, the bus driver stopped. <laughs> the passengers all ran off of the bus after the driver stopped the vehicle. Two police officers rushed to the scene, but the driver decided to be nice to the old man and didn't take uh, action against him after he apologized. However, the man didn't remove (laughs) the feces himself. The feces were removed by the man's wife who was riding with him on the bus. Oh, his wife was there too? Yeah, and she cleaned up after him. Good for him. This isn't the first time he shit on a bus or shit to solve something. That's, that's not a trait that just popped in. Yeah, that seems like a, a relationship with priors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ed, you did it again. All Eddie, right, well. Oh, you <laughs> Even poops everywhere. <laughs> you left your poops there. <laughs> oh, God. That makes it sound terrible. Um, <laughs> I keep a bag on me. <laughs> a replacement. Eddie, did you leave poops over there? <laughs> Um, and that being said, my open office just decided to crash. So that, my friends, is your world of crazy. That's good enough. That was Seeing it you know dump. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you can tell when you're going to have a bad computer day? Like, it was already kind of being sketchy today. Yeah. It's just, that's just the way it is. All right. Okay. Did uh, the entire thing close? <laughs> All of the... No, 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 it's fine. Oh, should I be like, balls to the wall? Yeah, no, that's what I was wondering. Oh, no, 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 I have that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't picking up what you were Well, while we're waiting for that, actually, we can say, uh, remind everybody of something else. There's so many awesome things that are happening in Portland, um, and that is Bridgetown Comedy Festival. It sure is. Bridgetown Comedy, which, uh, you know, that's kind of like our Christmas every year. 
it's like four days of insanity. Yeah. And of hundreds, interviews and comedians. And, and hundreds of comedians coming to town. Yeah. And that's um, May 7th to May 10th this year. So you can get your tickets right now at BridgetownComedy.com. We are actually listed as one of the fine sponsors. We sure are. Of the Bridgetown oh, we, Comedy We are listed Festival. as one because we are one. We are indeed. Yeah. Which is cool because that means we're in the the flyers and we're in like the the programs for the week and the banners it's really awesome are you gonna renew your title as portland's number one racist <laughs> no come out bell no come out this year <laughs> however there are tons of people i think that uh, janine garofalo is coming um, yeah dana gold's back jessica williams is gonna be here which, which i know oh, a lot of people really? are very yeah. excited about jessica i mean cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, really says sounding back. lecherous as hell. I'm really <laughs> hoping we get her on the show. Uh, Kurt Brownoller's coming back. Oh, he's great. Yeah, yeah Barry Vaughn's coming back. So many, so many different comedians at BridgetownComedy.com. So pick up some tickets because uh, we'll be hanging out all that week too. Yeah, It'll Bridgetown Comedy. <laughs> Kenny B will be sleeping on someone's couch for those four days. I don't know if Kenny will. He hasn't had. He didn't have to last year. <laughs> Maybe but it's an every other year thing. You don't. Yeah. Maybe it is. Yeah. yeah, I could have a Kenny on my couch. That's mm-hmm. entirely possible. <laughs> <laughs> What's your Wi-Fi password? Oh, God, that's terrifying. Greg, wake up. Greg. <laughs> Ew. All right. Uh, yeah, should we do a little bit of uh, ball talk? All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right. It is a potpourri of balls. We're just going to kind of get to the to the big stories, though. A potpourri. Potpourri, if you will. Uh, the big stories are... A couple of things. I have a huge announcement that's coming up at the end of Ball Talk. Breaking news story. Whoa. Breaking news. You don't usually say it like huge. This is huge, huge for me um, because of the return of this person. Oh, It's God. just a nonstop. It's 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 nonstop win. Uh, but before we get to that, the NBA playoffs started this weekend. So there were eight different games. And we'll have some of the. Uh, I'll give kind of some of the reactions to some of them. The Portland Trailblazers, though, played yesterday. <laughs> Did they? Kind <laughs> of. <laughs> the Portland Trailblazers had a game yesterday. Whether they played, that's debatable. They showed up to an arena. They were there. <laughs> they they were, were present in Memphis. In Memphis. They were in Memphis. <laughs> they were getting some barbecue. <laughs> they did about as much as I did here in Portland because they got their asses kicked. And Marcus Aldridge actually said that when asked post game, he's like, "How?" Somebody asked him his reaction. He's, he just said, "We got our asses kicked," and they did. Blazers kind of stunk it up yesterday. Mm-hmm. Memphis, Memphis went off on them, and Memphis is a very good team. So it's it's losing isn't kind of. That, that didn't surprise me because you're supposed to lose when you're on the road in the NBA playoffs. And Memphis arguably is a better team than the you're, Blazers. You're supposed to lose? Yeah, if you're on the road. I mean, technically the home team has the advantage. Oh, so statistically if, you're going to lose, not yeah. you're supposed to lose. Well, you're, su- you're supposed to lose in that the home team is supposed to always have the advantage. It's If you upset them, then okay. it's a bonus. Right. Because it's stacked so the home team has the favor. Well, I mean, and for anybody who doesn't know, uh, the four times that the Blazers have gone up against the Grizzlies in the regular season, they haven't won. They lost all they four They lost times. all four. Yeah. It's the, I think it's the only team uh, this season that was like that. They just have Portland's number. And on mm. top of that, Portland sucked yesterday, too. So the combo of those things was bad. So they, they do play another game coming up on Wednesday. So it's a best-of-seven series. Plenty of time to turn it around, but they do have to play way better than they did <laughs> this last game. It's, it's, not un, you know, it's, it's not inconceivable that they, can, they could come back and win the series or at least make it. Not a blowout. Yeah, not a blowout. Not a 4-0 sweep. That's the one thing you don't want. Now, there is the other speculation that's been coming out, just for Blazers fans, I have to put this out there, an article that came out talking about LaMarcus Aldridge, the star of the Portland Trail Blazers. 
that there is a supposedly estimated 50-50 chance that he may leave the team after 50, this year. 50-50? They're saying that's, uh, according to, I believe it was Jason Quick wrote this, saying players, these are his sources. So again, all this, you know, it's speculation. But there, it's a lot It's a lot more up in the air whether or not he's going to stay than people think. Now, why previously, is he so unhappy? Well, previously he's proclaimed that he wants to be a Blazer for life and he wants to break all the Blazers' records, which he's on, his, on pace to do that uh, for, for a single player for the team. He's on pace to break them all. The reason he would leave right now is, I mean, this season kind of got tanked because of injuries. This, this, they had a really good team at the beginning of the year. Injuries, which happens in the NBA, injuries kind of have tanked this season. So I, don't, I, I doubt they're going to make it out of the first round. He's turning 30. He's in his prime of has, as good as he is ever going to be. And he's a really good player, but you only get like a few years at that level right. mm. before it starts tapering off. You just get too old to do it. So he's got to kind of capitalize right now on one. Portland can give the way the cap works. Portland can give him about forty million dollars more over a contract than any other team can. Like say a five-year contract, Portland will be able to offer more money, right? Because the incumbent team gets to do that. Oops, sorry. There's having some costs. Okay, uh, but. He's got to decide whether or not he thinks he can win a championship with Portland in the next yeah, few years. He's, he's going to want a ring. He want a ring. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got all the money he could ever really need already. Right. I mean, you know, he signed multiple. He's he's already signed a hundred million dollar contract, and he's up for another one. Is what this will be. So he he's going to have money. It's does he want to leave Portland or does he want to stick it out here? And does he see the future here as this could be the team that wins with something? I mean, arguably they're a few moves away from being you know one of those elite teams. But you can also go the other way, too. So it's, right. it's how he wants to hedge his bets. And every other team in the NBA is going to throw him as much money as he possibly oh, course, could. Yeah. If, if they have the cap space to do it, they will throw money. So he'll have his pick of wherever he wants to go. Right. Which, the Lakers. The Lakers are who are going to throw a huge contract his way, I think. That's my prediction. Oh, my God. The lamentations of Portlanders if he went to L.A. Oh, my it God. Heads L- would L.A. and L.A. They would call it that too. Yep. LA moves to LA. Oh, yep. then I'm going to hang on to my because I still have my beat LA shirt. Yeah, then it'll it, have then a double can, meaning. Yeah, but he hasn't left yet, so I'm not going to say beat LA. But we're right not now, turning right on now, him Vicky yet. Dunn is just yelling at you so bad. <laughs> just I don't want him to go. At you. I don't want him to go. I mean, nobody does if, if you're Portland. I mean, he's he's the man. I'm, but it's possible. I'm <laughs> is he the man. He's the man. <laughs> I don't know what else he would call him. He's the dude. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm torn on that. Uh, either way, he will be accepting <laughs> offers. So get ready for this this summer. That uh, you'll get ready you'll for the s- summer of people freaking the fuck out. People will freak the fuck out this summer because he's going to listen to offers from other teams as he should. That's what yeah. you should do. And whether or not he stays with us, who knows? It's going to be drama central though through June, July here in Portland. That's what you can call summer: tropical freakout, <laughs> tropical <laughs> Lamarcus freak, freak out, out of Lamarcus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So moving on to ball talk. A um, couple other things. Let's see. I'll, I'll play this just because I think this is... It's, there's a lot of NBA playoff stuff, and I just... I don't think I'll ever have the opportunity to play this again just to show what these drunk friggin' dudes from uh, a Clippers game sound like. So the Clippers played a game, and there was some media outside, and this was during the game, and they interviewed these guys that were outside of the, the arena, and it turns out they were kicked out of the arena. And I think you can kind of... But uh, I think the Clippers are going to be able to hold it out this time, truly. What should somebody drink before heading to a NBA playoff game? 
I'm gonna say either a good whiskey and coke, maybe some Red Bull and vodka. Either way, you gotta get rowdy. You better be drunk as fuck for the game. Cheer on your boys. <laughs> truly, truly, truly. So, is that what you guys did? Uh, yeah, we we actually just got kicked out of the Clippers game. We tried to go in, it didn't work out too well. Why did uh, you get kicked? What, what happened? Appara- apparently, they frowned upon uh, open bottles of vodka. Dude, I don't know, man. We were we were hammered. We thought we were hiding it. Next thing we know, we had six security guards just coming in. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm charismatic, right? I tried to talk my way out of it. I laid a little knowledge on them, but they, I mean, man. They're having none of it. I don't know what to tell you. What kind of vodka was it? Uh, it was Popov, straight plastic handle. The worst, the shittiest vodka you could possibly buy. But we had it. We had it. I say, I say Clippers and six. Clippers and six. That is the declaration. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. That was a Clippers fan who was kicked out of the game. He seems like a good time. He does seem like, yeah, he's, he's yeah. having fun. He's definitely... I might enjoy basketball more if I was part of, if I was watching the game with him. <laughs> Pass me the handle. I'm trying to lay some knowledge on him. I want to know what the knowledge was that he was trying to lay on him. Yeah, uh, yeah. People are noting. Um, yeah, sounds like Jonah Hill. He does sound a bit like Jonah Hill. <laughs> yeah, kind of. In a way, he kind of looks like him too. So, all right, there's that. Now, the NBA playoffs, of course, continue on. I believe there's games start back up tomorrow uh, on Tuesday. But here's the thing, sir. Here's the thing. Okay. This is somebody that I know you know who I'm talking about. Aaron, you might know too. So there was a person who kind of transcended. I know who makes you more excited than anybody else. I I don't even know what the story's about, but I know that it's probably Tim Tebow. (laughs) Is it Tim Tebow? I was going to lay it out so people could guess, but okay. Anyone who knows you knows that everything you get, you don't get as excited. This is the most excited you get about any sports story because you love (laughs) Tim Tebow because he has the craziest fans and everyone makes fan songs for him. Well, he's that way about Johnny Football, also. But yeah, Tim Johnny Tebow's is... football's kind of faded. Like Tim Tebow was first. Well, I do have a Johnny start. Football story. Then fine, I'll go to that one. Johnny Football is out of don't rehab. Don't be a Tebow tease. Don't be a Tebow tease. <laughs> Come on, sugar nibs, give us our Tebow. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> All right. Well, here it is. Tim Tebow is back in the NFL. Oh my God! Yes, two he years is. was he gone? Two years out of the NFL. Yeah, okay. he's, no yeah. team wanted him. As their quarterback. So he spent uh, the last two years doing broadcasting, and he was working for the SEC Network. However, Chip Kelly, former University of Oregon coach, now Philadelphia Eagles coach, has signed Tim Tebow to a one-year contract. Oh, my gosh. What does it mean? We don't know. But he's he's probably right now going to be the fourth-string quarterback Mm -hmm. on the team. And there's there's speculation he'll probably drop one of the other quarterbacks. He'll, He'll compete for the third string spot because you don't really need four quarterbacks on a team that's kind of excessive that uh, seems like a lot of quarterbacks that's a lot of quarterbacks yeah yep but uh he is he is i guess going to be sign- okay i'm looking here to see if the official <laughs> signing has happened i'm, I'm uh, getting this i think, it, ha- it, I think it has i thought it happened a couple days ago was, no it was announced oh okay okay yeah it looks like it looks like it's it's happening Today, so yeah, he is he is you just being signed. You just, just have confirming. To, you just have to listen for the scream of pain from Big Jim Willig. Oh, why for the Eagles? He's a huge Eagles fan. Oh, so just to right, hear yeah, him, over there. just to hear him cry out as <laughs> <laughs> as they just waste money on Tim Tebow. No. Well, of course, with Tim Tebow, the reason here that I that I seem to like him, that I do like him, is because of his fans, and they are absolutely insane, and they write songs for him left and right. You know my love of fans. Uh, <laughs> Sports fans songs that they write for people. Sports fan songs. (laughs) And I figured, you know, with Tebow coming back, there's going to be some new ones. But why not play a couple of the good old ones? Sarah, here we go. Oh, God. This This is is, why I can always tell that it's Tim Tebow. This is Hey There, Tim Tebow by Luke and Annika. Oh. Oh, God. (laughs) 
Hey there, Tim Tebow. Welcome to the Mile High City. You're this is when he went to Bronco. To the but, but your throws, they aren't so pretty. Run the ball. Orson Decker, deep go for it all. But it's your call. Hey there, Tim Tebow. Don't you worry about the haters. Number one in the division. Beating Chargers, Chiefs, and Raiders. Close your eyes. Somebody dropped the ball. Like Jesus from the dead, you'll rise. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's no, why his fans are perfect, more. because they're also religious fanatics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. This is not... Uh... Okay, never mind. That's that's actually not a Tim Tebow song. That was somebody using another song. It was a fan montage video, which it's easy when you're looking up Tim Tebow fan songs. I'm sure so many people have this problem. A lot yeah. of people make montages to Tim Tebow. Well, you're going to need a montage. Yeah, but I see. I want the montage. original songs. The original songs are what I'm going for. You're an OG Tebow? Yeah, OG Tebow. <laughs> Tim Tebow back in the NFL. Fans everywhere. Sighing or... Very excited. It depends. All right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. I know what side you're on, Greg. Hi, uh, hey, I'm looking forward for the, to the fan songs. So everybody who's listening in uh, Do you Philadelphia think that he still has fans. You think that, that it's oh, carried yeah. over? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There are Tebow lifers. Tebow could run Tebow for, for governor in Florida, and I bet he would win. I know we have a bunch of Florida listeners. Tell me if I'm wrong. I bet Tebow could win the governorship in Florida. Well, compared to who they've had for governors in the last well, few years, that's, it's not that big of a stretch. That's true. Couldn't too. anybody be a governor <laughs> in Florida? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I never have fan songs because I'm a Buffalo fan, and there's there's nothing to sing about. It's just the saddest. It's just yeah. There's that's that's tough. Um, But you know, it set me up for life, Greg. There's very little life can throw at me that being a Buffalo fan hasn't prepared me for. That's true. That is true. (laughs) It's a it's an entire existence. Wide right. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I get to make wide right jokes, not you, Greg. Not you. God damn it. Well, okay, and breathe and be good there. Wow. And take a breath. Whew, okay. Oof. Sorry, no, I'm good. I'm good. Well, Aaron, <laughs> you have a new show also coming up on the network today. I do, and I'm playing the entire soundtrack because oh, it's God. almost two hours long. Yes. Um, Greg's very excited also. I so am. Today I run five. I don't even do any. I'm not even going to talk much on it because the soundtrack is so fucking long. Um, I am playing the complete score to Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Yes. All of it. I didn't. I'm not. Also known as the pirate. The pirate yeah, game. I'm probably not going to play any of the shanty because that adds like a whole other hour. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited. The score is by Tyler Bates, and actually, I wrote most of this book to that score. It was my background writing music. Sweet. That's awesome. To where now, when I turn on the game and I hear the dun, 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 you know the title mm-hmm. scene, Greg. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I know. Part of me thinks yeah, like I should be. I should be writing right now. Oh, I got to get to work. Yeah. See, and I just think I'm like, well, I got to take down a few ships today. Yep. Got to plunder some. Well, Got to do some upgrades. Did you, uh, did you, did you ever? Did you ever download the DLC Freedom Cry? No. Oh, it's so good. Is it free? No, it's like five bucks. You know what it's about, so right? It's a money investment. No, I got to think about it. Because Freedom Cry takes place. It's a five dollar investment. It take, it's, I think it's five or ten years after Black Flag. Yeah, that's um, what you were saying. And you play, you play Adelaide. How well, Greg, weren't you there? saying that you're almost done with this game anyway? I am. I've about done everything you Have can you, do. Did you take down the legendary ships? Two. I've taken down two of them. Which two? Um, not the double one. Yeah, that's not that hard once you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I haven't done the double one yet. I did. I can't remember which quadrants. Uh, one in the south. 
South, uh, South Esther. So West. South uh, Southwest is the South- Spanish one with the armored hull. You have to mortar it or hit it from behind. Yeah. Yep. And that's I got it from behind. So that one. Yeah. yeah. And the South uh, East is the ghost ship. Mortars the fuck out of you. Oh, I haven't Just- gone to that one yet. <laughs> It's when you're standing in and all of a sudden, like, you can't... And it's always a fight in a major storm. As you're getting closer, yeah. the storm picks up, and then the, the sky goes dark. The clouds come in. And then one your guy says, there's something off the larboard, Captain. It looks like a ship. And he goes, oh, it looks like a ghost ship. Wow. <laughs> and it's just this giant British man of war comes out of the fog. You can barely see it. But you know, like, when you take on a man of war, uh-huh. usually, and you get those little yellow spots that tell you where the motor's yeah. going to land, you don't get that against this thing. Oh, really? All you hear is... Oh, so and the mortars start come flying at you. You just got to know how to do it. Okay. Take it down like a man. All right. Just let me know when you guys are done talking. It's one of my missions. I'll be doing that. Yeah. <sighs> and then the other one, the Spanish one, was implode to the one that rams you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one's, yeah. Yeah. You got to get in behind that sucker and drill it, which is <laughs> what you have to do. 5.30 on the Fun Employment Radio Network. That's right. Adventures <laughs> on the high seas for almost two hours. It's going to be awesome. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone. You are awesome. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> I did find a Bill song, too. Nerds. There's one. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.